You are now tuned into the Antidote Podcast with DJ Graphmatic and Paulie Dunks. Subscribe now and please consider leaving us a 5-star review. Take the Antidote. DJ Craftmatic, yo. And that's Polly Dubs. Yo, what's happening? Make sure you like, share, subscribe, do all of that shit. Take the antidote.com, man. We appreciate y'all listening, man. We, we was kind of looking at the numbers. We appreciate y'all, all y'all listening. Keep sharing, keep telling your friends. Uh, we get a lot of good feedback, but we want to actually hear from y'all. So uh, feel free to shoot us a uh, comment or anything on the actual website or uh, get on Twitter, get on uh, IG, whatever. You can come, you can yeah. come track us down. Even Facebook, you guys can come track us down. Take the antidote, yo. Yeah, take the antidote.com. That'll link to like most of our socials on there. Uh, yep. Just go on there, take the antidote.com. Easy enough to remember. Go on there, click the button, subscribe, join us, tell us, uh, tell us what you want to hear, tell us who you want to hear as an interview. We were just talking about setting some interviews up here in the next couple of episodes so you can hear some other voices besides ours. And that, so those will be coming soon. We want to know. Who, who you guys want to hear, what you guys like hearing, what you want to hear more of. Definitely give us the feedback helps us and sharing, telling people if you enjoy our show, tell, tell your friends definitely helps us grow, helps us get the word out there. So yeah, man, it helps everything. It helps everybody. You already know. So what we got to do, yo. Yeah, man. Fucking a. 
So it's kind of crazy, man. I was looking at, at some of these numbers and uh, Game of Thrones and Big Bang Theory, they both ended in the past week and they're both kind of whack. So we'll just skip on <laughs> that. But something crazy that I was reading is that uh, the week before, there's a TV show that actually had more viewers than either of those two shows. And it was fucking Jeopardy, bro. Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Had more, more people were watching Jeopardy than Big Bang Theory or Game of Thrones. And it's all because this cat's been just, the, he, he cracked the code, man. James Holzhauer, I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, this guy just found the cheat code to Jeopardy and he's just been smashing, bro. I think smashing. also, also uh, prayers to Alex Trebek. Yeah, man. He's got prostate cancer, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so he's getting so. treatment for that. I believe that's, you know, adding into the the factor of the ratings being so crazy for Jeopardy. You know, people trying to, to see. Oh, no, it. I'm sorry. It's pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic cancer. I'm sorry. You, even more devastating. It's a very hard to treat form of cancer. But Alex is a G. He has not aged a day in 30 years since I was like seven years old. For real, he still looks the same. <laughs> he looks the same. He he like got rid of the mustache for a while. Mustache came back. Alex Trebek, just a gangster, always been out there. Uh, never had no scandals on his name or anything like that. But uh, shout yeah. out to him, support to him. But this cat's been breaking breaking the code, breaking records. I think he's got like the top five scores ever in Jeopardy. All five of them. Um, yeah, bro. He's at twenty as of today. He's at twenty four in a row. Wow. That's crazy. As of today. It's smashing, dog. <laughs> smashing. And so if you guys haven't seen it, uh, if you haven't seen Jeopardy with, with James on it, this guy's crazy, man. So, you know, usually you go down the category from the top to the bottom. You Anytime you watch, if you've watched two episodes of Jeopardy, you know what I mean. Like they right. start in a category and then they go start at the cheapest and go all the way down in that category, finish it off. Then they'll start the next category is the way people usually play it. But this cat's a lot smarter than the average bear. Obviously, you don't win Jeopardy 24 times in a row if you're not. Real smart, though. Yeah. <laughs> figured out the code, bro. But he figured out the code. So what he does is he goes to the bottom of every category. So the, like, whatever the 500. The most expensive. The most expensive questions first. He'll answer those first. And so it'll throw people off because he's switching the category every time. But he's stacking up the money. So he's answering all the most expensive questions. He's now got a tremendous lead over you and all those questions are off the board. Every question left is cheaper. But on top of that, after he gets the most expensive ones off, he starts fishing for daily doubles. So the daily doubles are usually in that second to last or the, the one above it category. Right. So he just starts jumping between them, trying to find that daily double. Now when he's got that daily double, he's going to double up. He flips it. Yep. <laughs> he goes all in on it. And if he does that, there's no way you can catch up with him because all that's left is like the hundred dollar questions. He's like a dope dealer, <laughs> but then Jeopardy. What the fuck, yo, this but, dude is wild, dog. And he's already so. This is this is the crazy part is that he's his total winnings right now. He's at one million eight hundred and sixty-seven thousand one hundred forty-two dollars. That's where he's at right now. Uh, the guy who who's done the most, if you've never, if you've ever watched, you know, Jeopardy history is Ken Jennings. He set like the record. He's, he's got like 40 wins in a row. Like, so he, yeah. he's already away the fuck up there, but his total winnings was only at $2.5 million. 
So this dude is like halfway through because Ken Jennings has 74 victories in total. 74. Yeah, 74. So he like did it. He did like a a, a record and then he lost and then he redid it again pretty much. Like he just went back up again. And yeah, so this dude has basically done it in a third of the time to get to basically where he's at. So if he keeps eighty, Yeah. If he keeps winning, he's gonna he's gonna definitely pass two point five. Like he's already at one point eight, and two point five is the highest. Yeah, he's gonna pass that shit. Yeah, and and before James Holzauer hit the record was like seventy seven thousand dollars for one episode of Jeopardy winnings, and and James has hit over a hundred k. I think four times already in this run. Yeah, highest highest, and he holds it is a hundred and thirty one thousand hundred twenty seven dollars wow. for one episode. <laughs> He rang that ass up. (laughs) (laughs) He got the back, bro. Like he, he figured it out, man. Because you know he can have like a a seventy thousand dollar lead over you, and you can't catch up with him with two hundred dollar questions, man. Bro, no, you can't. And his so his average daily winnings is at seventy seven thousand a day. Wow, basically seventy seven thousand eight hundred a day is his is his average right now. That's crazy, man. And. What's really cool about this James cat is he is a professional gambler. So, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy how, you know, gambling is becoming mainstream now. It's been just last week past one year since the Supreme court ruled that whether or not gambling on sports should be legal is a state's rights issue. So states have been running up and starting to legalize gambling and, it's getting legit, like more legitimized, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago when you hear someone's a professional gambler, you're thinking of some like fat degenerate that's smoking cigars, <laughs> like the back hair, maybe basically like um, a loan shark kind of guy, like a loan shark kind of cat. You a know? Right. But really a sports gambler, at least like the ones I know, I know a couple of them, but these are like really just nerdy analytical kind of dudes yeah they just know numbers they play mm-hmm. the number side of it and and figure out the numbers yo and we've kind of we've we've touched on it like once or twice uh during the show but um you know d- definitely Polly. i'm not as bad as these dudes but we got a we got a group chat and the bros pretty much play a uh daily fantasy sports like every day and right that's what, that's what this guy would probably be doing um he he probably does that but he figured the ultimate hustle the ultimate hustle is to not only be on tv but then bust they ass like he's gambling <laughs> yeah so you know uh on top of that he's shedding good light on on sports betters you know because people right. can see that these are usually really smart dudes like you got to have some kind of an edge in the numbers if you're going to be successful at right. being vegas like, you know what's going to be crazy for that dude is watch. I, I guarantee it is at some point, you know, after this is said and done, he's probably going to get a job as an analytics guy somewhere for a, for a sports team. Yeah, and I think I saw an interview with him. He said his goal is to – or like his life dream would be to be an, an analytics expert for a baseball team, for a pro baseball team. Okay, so basically Moneyball 2.0. Yeah, so, you know, baseball obviously is the most open to analytics. Basketball is, is quickly becoming there. Um, as well as the NFL now, I mean, Broncos was the first team to hire an analytics guy. Right, right. Out for us too well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the NBA 
analytics have definitely changed the game. You're seeing records of three-pointers every year, and that all comes down from Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey was a writer for ESPN. Uh, he had his own basketball blog back in the day, and yep. based on the numbers, came up with his own uh, style of of play. What he said that the numbers told him is the most optimal style of play. He Daryl Morey gets hired from writing this blog about numbers to by the Houston Rockets to be their team president and general manager. So yep. in itself is crazy just thinking of that. But, you know, if you look at the Houston Rockets, there's they don't take any long two-pointers at all. It's all three-pointers. It's all quick shots. And, you know, if you can win offensive rebounds. But they've basically figured that a, a three-pointer, even when you factor in missing more three-pointers, is more valuable than a two-pointer. Right. So – all they do is layups and threes, and that's kind of what the league has been turning into. Right. Just playing the numbers, he's seeing that more possessions give me more ample shots to take a three. And if I right. hit more of those threes on those possessions, here's here's me winning the game. Um, I'm going to outscore the team regardless. So, yeah, that's where that does come into play. And, I mean, that that's, that's probably what's going to happen to this guy because, I mean, yeah. Jeopardy is a very uh, obviously prestigious game. Uh, it's been on TV for literally like – three and a half decades. <laughs> so I, mean, I, can, I, you know, just thinking about times that it's like on in the background while dinner's being made or being right. in, in my lifetime, whether I'm at my own house or somebody else's house, you know, I've probably seen a thousand episodes of Jeopardy like on and off without right. ever really sitting down in front of my TV to watch Jeopardy specifically. Right. That's got to be one of the longest standing shows in America. I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, yeah. That and, and Wheel of Fortune, they go hand in hand, right? Like right. Guys have never aged either. Vanna White still looks the same. Like, I mean, yeah, Pat Ajax looks like that Coke is starting to catch up to <laughs> <laughs> That dude's been doing that forever. And uh, yeah, the same Vanna has been there for a while. So that's good, at least. Because uh, I remember when they was kind of going through him for a little bit. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, no, but that, I mean, that dude is literally taking over the game. 24 straight wins uh, on Jeopardy, man. That's that's a wild number. That is just ridiculous. And it's crazy how this guy is just winning the game. And he's he's just a professional. He's just playing the odds, basically. And he's winning every time. That's just how it is. And nobody else can catch up to him, like you said, because even if they land on a daily double, they, they're not going to do – anything that they're going to do is just try to take what they currently have and, and try to double it all, and they that's a 50-50 shot that you're going to lose all your money. So that's next best person, and they're already out of the game. Like it's almost like a head – it's almost even like a head game at the same time. It is, and, you know, sometimes they're, they're kind of a little tricky or snarky with the Jeopardy categories as well. So it takes you a couple right. of questions sometimes to really understand what the category is really about. And right. But this dude's jumping categories. He's already eaten the most expensive questions up. And and it's just crazy, man. Uh, uh, the Las Vegas Strip, they gave James the key to the Vegas Strip. <laughs> City of Las Vegas. They gave him the keys to the Strip. Like he's, uh, did they? Yeah, they did. Okay. <laughs> like right. earlier this month, like on May 2nd. Um, wow. I think, I think he's a he's a good representative of the legal sports committee. I've already seen like they were re- comparing him to uh, – that Chris Moneymaker dude when he won the World Series of Poker and it kind of blew up poker after that. Right. So, and the timing is right. More and more states are uh, legalizing sports betting. Um, so, Nevada always had it legal. Uh, New Jersey, they're the ones that fought the Supreme Court 
and won that case. So New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Rhode Island, Mississippi all have legalized sports betting. Iowa, Indiana, and Tennessee, uh, they've passed the laws and they're just getting everything set up there. And um, there's tribes in New Mexico that offer sports betting, though it's illegal under state law, but the tribes don't have to operate under state law. And I've seen that Colorado will be voting for sports betting on the ballot in November. Approve that shit. Need yeah, that. Approve that shit. So it benefits everything. It benefits sports. It, you know, um, more people watch sports and are more entertained by sports if they have some kind of wager on it. Right. Um, just please understand, though, you're not going to get rich from betting on sports. You not gotta, really, man. It's very rare. Um, you got to be very good at that kind of stuff. And actually, most of the guys who win are really just good at the numbers. Like Polly said, we we kind of know some cats, and these guys put up legit numbers, like a lot of money every single day. They put in a lot of money. You know, they play out a lot of money, and then they also win it back. But some days they don't. But these guys are on a different level. They're running through analytics and everything else. Uh, if you're not that kind of person, don't think that just your average daily person going on to – um, you know, Fandle is going to walk away with a shit ton of money one day because the chances are very st- still very unlikely. Could happen. Can't Not going to say that, that it can't happen. But the chances are much longer <laughs> for you to be playing and lo- losing a lot more money uh, at that rate. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's definitely important to be responsible when it comes to gambling. Uh, I want to make sure that we make that a point here because I completely support and love wagering on sports and sports gambling, but it's important also to stress that you got to, you know, however much money you're willing to put in is however much money you're willing to lose. So, right. You Don't know, lose your house, bro. Like it's not worth yeah, it. <laughs> it's definitely not worth it because you're not going to become rich off of it. I, I'm not saying you can't win a bet here or there or, or that you can't win more bets than you lose. Cause you definitely can. However, you got to realize that these casinos and Las Vegas were, you know, they've got more money riding on this than you do. Right. So exactly. So they've got, you know, everything factored in into that line that they said on the game, they know what's going to happen. And and more often than not, they're right. If you're trying to take their money more often than not, they're going to get it from you. Right. So that's something you got to remember. And then the other end of it is you're up against these kind of guys, like, you know, if you think that this is going to be a good career for you, you got to realize that the guys that do make a career out of it, they have an extreme edge. They've got either some kind of a, a system or or something like they're not betting on hunches. James Holzer right. is not betting up because his heart tells him that that's what's going to happen. Like he's running right. numbers and he's following those numbers blindly. Right. He's figured out his own system, just like you said, uh, like an algorithm. And, and he's figured that out and he's, and he's tweaking as he goes as the system kind of tweaks, but it's not obviously needing major because he's doing the same thing every single day. And it's literally an idea that nobody actually thought about until just now, but that's just because he's a sports better and that's what it takes to win those types of things anyway in the games uh, that are played, especially like on the FanDuel's, the DraftKings and Yahoo leagues and all that kind of stuff. Um, you got to be really good at that, at that, at that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's wild, man. Um, <clears throat> it just opens the door for, again, like you said, these, uh, sports betters to kind of get into it. Now that's going to be the wave though. I, <laughs> I feel like Jeopardy's going to change some shit up now. Uh, <laughs> cause this dude is definitely, uh, playing the system. 
he's playing the system and he just figured out the system. It's not even necessarily that he's playing the system. He figured it out and he's making it work for him. I mean, that's just what it comes down to. There's nothing wrong with that because these people have been on air for a really long time. So they know that the system works. It just took thousands and thousands of uh, contestants to play and not get as far as this guy is every single day. Yeah. And the most, (laughs) you know, the most important part is he's smarter than the field. Like he can answer those questions correctly. That's a very important key of the whole thing. Exactly. And he just found the edge on the game. Like he, he was going to be on jeopardy and he was going to find the edge. He was going to do something that, that no one's tried to get the most money and no one's, you know, in 35 years or however long nobody's figured this out until this guy. And it's definitely going to change the game of jeopardy. So they'll probably be lowering the prize pools or or stuff like that, but it's going to have to be another guy as smart as this guy, you know, you don't win 24 games in a row by accident. Right. On jeopardy. Yeah, no, (laughs) that definitely isn't like, Oh, I woke up today and, I'm going to win 24 games in a row. No, that's not what happens. (laughs) It's pretty crazy, though, still. Man, 24 straight games. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's almost five weeks, right? They do like five episodes a week. Yeah. Almost five weeks straight. So it's over a month. This guy's just been running Jeopardy, and he's continuing to do it. Um, He's a millionaire right now. He made a million dollars off of Alex Trebek, man. Yeah, (laughs) off of Alex Trebek. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Alex, man. Yeah, shout out to Alex, shout out to James, shout out to legalized sports betting. And um Yeah, keep winning, fool. I want him to, I just wanted to see uh I wanna see how he continues. I wanna see how long he goes and how much money he can run him up for. <laughs> <laughs> they should give him the job when Alex is done. Right? <laughs> Alex's job in the end. And he'll still be sports betting. He'll probably answer all the <laughs> questions for them. Like, hey, this is the right answer. <laughs> he got rolled up, though, man. He got the bankroll now. Like, yeah, he's good. Got the key to the Vegas Strip. Yeah, and he's probably about to flip all that money. He's gonna be. You're gonna be hearing more of that dude. He's gonna be flipping that money. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure he, he, since he's a professional better, I'm sure he has a decent amount of money that he's probably chilling on right now. This is just adding to it. Now it just adds more fuel to his fire, man. He's gonna flip that money. He's gonna make yeah, more man. and more money and run and run Vegas up. I like it. <laughs> fuck the system break it if there's a system break it <laughs> fuck yeah i mean that's how you win that's how you win a game you find out the flaw or find out what people aren't doing and and attack that flaw this guy found right. it jeopardy and it's just amazing and it's awesome that jeopardy gets more people watching it than the, all these other shows that they tell you are the most watched shows on tv right <laughs> some of the worst shows on tv because <laughs> i can care less about Game of Thrones and Big Bang Theory, especially Big Bang
proper, no propaganda. Chop a can of gold yard bandana. Big sack, a lot of hoes like Santa. Through a birthday party in a phantom. Big like a dinosaur did it. And you know, did it shining like a grill. Yeah, I sold up and had corn roll. I can see you nigga hang with a drawer glow. Now I'm looking for a glove with a sparkle on it. And my CBD got chocolate on it. Big paint takes small. Make a clown on some taller. Attitude on some you do. Bang roll on what it do. Meet me at the roll at five. And if I ain't did it yet, I'll try. Big bang take your back. Big bang take your back. She said, what you gon' do if I leave? I said, I'ma do me B.I.G., everything zoomed in Big bag on me, looking like I'm moving in Got my foot in the door and we still here I'm a first generation millionaire I broke the curse of my family not having it I'm passionate like girls that's after more than just cash and dick Feed me to the wolves, now I leave the package You boys all cap, I'm more college cap with Nick I'm rare as affordable healthcare I'm growing the wealth from welfare I turn my W's to M's, yeah, I flip those I might buy a red bottoms with the crypto Three points, that'll pay your whole semester But you gotta ride it better than a Tesla Running them out, I never made it. 
just a bit of words, don't wanna taste it. That's just a bit of words, don't wanna taste it.
shit got a laugh track on it, I'm out. <laughs> I know what's funny. Like, and the laugh track never comes on during anything funny. <laughs> I watch old shits with the laugh track, like Married with Children and shit like that. But, yeah. man, any new shit with the laugh track, come on. This is, yeah. This is 2019. Fucking right. Big Bang Theory, get the fuck out of here. Shit's not funny, bro. No, it's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> It's not funny, and it's fucking just makes people dumber. Which brings us into our next topic: dumbass motherfuckers, dumbass people, man. Uh, yeah. Next next topic is a pretty rough one because um, I know Paulie and I are very big proponents of women and women's rights and the importance of women in this world and all that good stuff. Uh, I know I got a daughter, so I definitely try to empower her every single day. But it seems like we got old crusty white men continuing to make laws for uh for people uh regardless if they're trying to punish a a select few or whatever whatever their ideals are to to making some of these dumbass decisions uh it's again american people don't really have much to say just because this stuff is still getting through um there is going to be a vote on this but uh you know it's crazy and what everybody's talking about is a very hot topic hot button topic right now and that's the women abortion rights um in in certain states uh, alabama missouri and uh damn whatever the last fucking dumbass state mississippi mississippi was one yeah mississippi georgia ohio and georgia there we go Ohio was another one too. Yeah. I mean, man, I, I, can, I can't believe there's a lot of dumb ass. I, I just don't get it. I didn't believe that, the, that we are this dumb, but we really are as a human race. We're just this dumb. Yeah. So, I mean, this issue is a hot button issue in America. Obviously it's a social issue and it's one that politicians love to exploit to, to separate us and divide us uh, because it is such a hot, hot button touchy issue you know and it's these abortion laws especially this one that they just passed in alabama pretty pretty crazy right you can get up to 99 years yeah man to 99 years as well yeah that's from uh yeah they have the minimum sentence which i believe is uh five years all the way up to 99 years um if you're caught 99 years yeah as a doctor you can be uh you can be charged and and given a felony as well if you're if you're doing that now here's the thing all of these laws have not been physically passed just yet they actually still have to go through voters they pass through house but they haven't been passed just yet some of actually some of them in some states uh become uh, actually real like there's one, I believe the one in Georgia uh, becomes real actually as of July 1st. So, I mean, there's, oh man, it's, and the rest of these got to go through a lot more voting and things like that. But uh, man, I can't believe the people at the helm and the people who are having these conversations really just, they just don't get it, man. And I don't understand. And I get understanding Christianity. I grew up in a Christian household and things like that. My grandfather was a pastor, all that good shit, right? Um, I get and understand those ideals of it, but I also understand that everyone is a grown ass person and whoever is to be judged, whoever is going to make judge and jury is not going to be you, myself or anybody else on this fucking planet. Yeah. So that so has nothing to do with you. <laughs> most definitely. And I, you know, I'll speak for myself. I don't agree that abortion is a proper form of birth control. Right. Uh, I don't believe that it's it's the right decision to make, like just to throw away 
the child. However, it's, I do believe a woman should have the right to decide how to go through with that because obviously if you're a man and you decide that you're not going to raise this baby, it's a lot easier for you to make that decision than it is for a woman that has to have it physically you know, removed right. from her body. So I'm not the one that, that should be making that decision for her in under any circumstance. Right. Right. But that's, it's, it's a whole other issue. You know, if you want to talk about using it as, as a form of birth control or, or stuff like that, that all comes down to education and uh, community being there to support people. And, and, you know, there's other ways around it to lower the number of abortions or things like that. If that's ultimately, you know, what side of the fence you're on then to pass a law that says you're going to go to prison for 99 fucking years. Uh, if you try to have this abortion, even though we only gave the guy that raped you and got you pregnant two years. Right. And that's, and that's the whole, my whole thought process about it is again, um, I don't believe that's also the, the way to go about things, but again, that's not my right for you to make that choice. And that's that's a big one for me is because even like states with Alabama, they still don't care about rape or incest. They don't give two shits about rape and incest. Right. Like, yeah. Alabama, wait, wait, wait. Alabama and incest. You just use them in the same sense. This is fucking Alabama. We're talking yeah, about Alabama. <laughs> Alabama. They're going to make you have your uncle's baby and that's fucked up. Yeah. Real talk. And that's basically what they're doing, though, is like they're just saying, hey, fuck it. Who cares? You don't get to have that. Um, and there, there is like limitations as far as like how long for each state. Each one is different. Um, they consider it after certain amounts or things like that or certain weeks uh, where you can't do it. Some I've seen some as low as six up to uh, 20 weeks into the pregnancy is when that can be determined. But Alabama has already passed their laws. Um, as far as uh, introducing a full, complete ban. So that's already done deal. That's going to actually happen. The other states are still pending right now, but that actually has to go through vote. And a lot of them don't think that anybody's going to be able to enforce that because there's actually laws in place already um, from the 60s. There was a, a law that actually was put into place, um, you know, being that women can determine, you know, that for themselves, basically. So there's already something out there. Um, but these lawmakers, these same people who are passing these laws are actually asking that that, that law be changed or adjusted. And uh, even on up to Congress and things like that, there is rumblings of people who have thought about that. It's just, it's just crazy though, that women have to even go through this. And uh, we're, we're talking about this supposed to be United States land of the free and all that good shit. And yet, these slowly are starting to take uh, women's rights away and it's going to be looking like the hands made tail uh, kind of shit going on. And I don't know if you've ever seen that show, Polly, but that shit's wild. I watched like two episodes with Camry and that shit's fucking wild, but it's no, nah, I didn't. What's going on in that? I've heard about it, but yeah. I haven't watched it. Bro, the hands made, the hands made tail, bro, this shit's wild. Like it's literally a society where, Women don't get to do anything as far as they just take care of the men. Men are very rare during that time. They get, they, all they do is just impregnate and that they have to, if you're a woman who can, you know, give birth, then you're kind of uh, treated better. You're definitely treated better. They still are at the beck and call of the men that they uh, serve and whatnot. But um, you know, there, there's no sex for pleasure. There's none of that. They, they literally cover the women. 
uh, completely up, basically, even while you're having sex, and you just got to like a little peephole, and you stick it in, and you just get it pregnant, and then that's it, bro. Uh, and but that's what they're talking about, though. And there was this. Isn't that like Saudi Arabia and shit? Yeah, basically, it's it's almost like being in the Middle Eastern country or something, and it's pretty wild, like just to watch all this shit. And uh, that's kind of what we're turning into. And even somebody, I saw a, a, a picture of a lady who was dressed in. They actually have a hands made uh, coalition group in Georgia, but they're actually still saying, you know, protect women's rights and stuff like that, even though they're looking just like the ones in the show. It's kind of crazy. Um, but it's wild, man. Who, who the fuck, who the fuck are we as, as people to judge other people based on what they ha- what they want to do? You can make your own judgment and pass your own judgment on a person. You'll have to like them, do whatever, but whatever they do to their body is none of your damn business. And that's what it needs to come down to. Like, yeah, we all have morals and things that we live by. We may not all agree, but then you don't get to decide whether or not what that person should do for them. Yeah, and we live in an amoral society. There's separation of church and state, so right. There's gonna Should be, be there's gonna be laws that will be against the church laws, but in the end of it, you know, we have to make our own decisions. Life is about making our own decisions and living with the consequences of all the previous decisions that we've made in our lives, because that's what's brought us to where we're at. So exactly, it's important to be able to make those decisions. If you want to be a fuck up, you can be a fuck up. If you want to be uh, you know, the president of the company, you can work towards being the president of the company. Or if you want to be the valedictorian, you can be the valedictorian. You just got to understand the the level of work that you're going to put into it and the decisions that you make, the sacrifices that you have to decide to take to get on the path to where you want to be. So it's important to be able to make those decisions. And I know that there's uh, correlations. Like, if have you ever read The Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell? Yeah. So he has some in his book, um, he has some stats basically when like Roe versus Wade passed and then correlated it to, you know, uh, a lot of the crimes in in inner city areas were made by like teenagers and, and yeah. in their early 20s. And right. So he correlated the timelines and the crime rates went down significantly after abortion was legal because the, the kids that are going to commit crimes are the kids that are ignored, uh, the kids that the parents don't really give a fuck about kids that are parents are just using them as a welfare and food stamp check every, every month and really don't pay attention to uh, right. there's a lot of neglected children in this country and that aren't being taken care of today. Exactly. Exactly. Just like, just like we were watching that George Carlin clip. He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you get born and you get born in the shit right away. Oh yeah. Here's your, here's your debt basically handed to you. And it's a really good clip as far as, I don't know what stand up it was from, but George Carlin just kind of talked about it. Like, you know, uh, you're basically born in the shit from the time that you go into preschool up until you're dead. Like <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter anyway. So let that person, but let that person make, make that decision for themselves. Cause I mean, yeah, these kids can't even go to school anymore. Um, some of them don't even get to see themselves get that far. Um, and then you got parents, just like you said, kind of giving them to orphanages or other things like that. And the system's fucked anyway. They don't care about them in the system. Um, no. and they're, tre- they're mistreated and, 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 usually have the most problems out of people in general, in general society. Um, they're the ones who have a lot of, of issues that they don't know how to get rid of because it's a lot of animosity. You know who your parents are. Um, so that it's kind of crazy. Um, 
why, why, why is it that way? So that's kind of the thing. It's like, if you're going to try to take a law away from someone, then better the ones that are out there, like protect, protecting the children. Why isn't there better laws for orphanages or, or, uh, you know, group homes or anything like that? Why isn't those types of things being taken care of better? Uh, cause the system yeah. itself is broken. So you can't fault that for anyone. You can blame that on a man. I could probably blame that on some man who made a rule somewhere or create a loophole somewhere. But at the end of the day, uh, let the, let that woman make her choices. That that's not up to you or I, and it's not definitely up to no 60 something year old white man who probably running around, you know, doing some crazy shit anyway. Cause that's what we see with 90% of these, these people. Um, yeah. And the so, crazy shit, some of the ironic shit I've seen here is that Alabama is 50th in funding of education. So it's like, you're going to be required to raise a kid and he's not going to get any education. Not any good home. education. They're last in Mississippi yeah. who also passed the bill is right next to them, right under that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And you know, At 49 <laughs> fucking crazy, man. And the other thing about it too, is like the Republicans are the ones that are usually uh, for these pro abortion laws. And they're usually the ones that are against any kind of welfare programs. So, oh yeah, hundred percent. So they want you to raise this kid, but if you don't have the money to raise the kid, well, fuck you. We don't care. And then, like George Carlin said, we don't care till you turn eighteen and can join the military and die for us. Right. <laughs> Real shit. Then we'll use you, manipulate you in another way, or we don't then care. You're the country's asset. So yeah. Yeah. Or you know, uh, we don't give a shit until we can get you into our private prison and profit off of you. Exactly. Which is a whole nother conversation in it, but I which mean, we've kind of had on some of these episodes. So I mean, just listen back. We'll <laughs> definitely tell you. You could definitely tell where we're on on that side of that because we yeah, we've talked about that that shit, the prison systems and everything else. Exactly, and that's the, that's the whole thing. Like again, why why is somebody else making a law for somebody then when we got these types of uh, fuck ups in place? There's already things out there that are there to fuck you as the, in the system. Period. There's yeah. already things out there. Like Most that. definitely, and. The, the other fl- side of the coin of the whole thing, too, is that for most people that have to go through uh, an abortion, it, it seems like it's a very tough decision to make for most people that go through that. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. It, it's emo- it pays an emotional toll on you. It's something you have to live with for the rest of your life. So it's not like, you know, they're, they're not like having abortions every week and there's not... <laughs> Right. I mean, and let's not, let's be real. There probably is some people out there like that. Um, but it's, we're talking a very small number comparative right. to the large. And right. that's, that's, that's the difference. Like you can't, you can't pick tens of 20 of people out of millions and millions and, and say, that's why we don't do this when there actually is hundreds and hundreds of women who are uh, being, are being taken advantage of. We see it every week. We see a white guy get away for raping a woman uh, while the black man gets to, gets the jail time. Um, but what if in those situations they have a kid, obviously that's not something they want to live through every single day of their life. And then generally when that does happen and they don't have that abortion, or if they make that, that decision to care for the baby or anything like that, that's what they think of for the rest of their life. And they am going crazy and probably killing that baby anyway. Uh, seeing a couple stories actually like that on, on the news, uh, where, you know, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> and that was, yeah. I saw it in Mississippi one time, but you know, as a teenager, I saw that on, on TV and I'm just like, that's the type of shit though. That's, that's, that's much more inflicting than, than anything. 
Like think about that in, in that kind of aspect. And especially for men, we don't think about that because most men don't care. They're thinking with their penis and they don't give a shit. Yeah. They don't and, have to. And if a man decides live, he's not going to be in that baby's life, it's a lot easier for him to just walk away and not be ever a part of that. It's always easier for not. men to walk away. Yep. Yep. No, you know, and, and, and so that's, that's, that's why it doesn't need to be men making those rules. Fuck yeah. all that. <laughs> yes. And, um, you know, these are all like decisions that you should be making in, in the privacy of your own home and in the privacy of your own heart based on, you know, whatever you believe in or not. It's a choice that you should be able to make uh, because there's circumstances where it's necessary. Right. Exactly. And you cannot, uh, no, like like we said, nobody else should be able to make that decision. Um, I mean, that's that's point out flat period. Uh, we support yeah. everybody having to be being an adult and being and being a right of it having a human being. Like you have the right as a human being to to make your own decisions. Exactly. That's literally what it comes down to. Exactly, and as long as your decision doesn't hurt or infringe on anyone else's right to live their life peacefully then do whatever the fuck you want. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? mean? That's, that's, that's the code that most people should live by. I mean, again, if you're, if you're not actually, like you said, infringing on somebody else's, you know, health or status or it affects them or any of that kind of stuff, then you do what the fuck you want with your life. Like it's literally your life and yeah. all the consequences, everything, everything has a consequence, whether it be good and bad. And yep. uh, that's what needs to be determined. Yeah. And uh, I mean, if, if you think that you're not going to be able to bring a child into this world and take care of that child and provide it the, the life that it deserves, you're probably right. Right. You probably can't. Giving, him, giving that baby away to the system is just as bad. You might as well should have done that. Cause then nine times out of 10, some it's not as it's good. It's not going to be a great experience for that person. They grow being one of those people who don't uh, always do that. I'm not saying that's a hundred percent of what happens. I actually know a few who came up in the system and they turned out just fine, but that's still, there's tons of numbers out there of people who, who didn't turn out just fine. So, um, you know, they, either didn't make it out the system altogether or they're in tough neighborhoods. I mean, we live in Colorado, so think about that. Like our system is right. probably better than most places, but you go to the inner cities where this is mostly impacting people because generally the ones who give up it, the, their babies are in, uh, in low in poverty areas or, or, you know, just about middle class or lower. There is no, there is no really rich people giving away children. That's not what happens. Right, exactly. And that's because, you know, the the richer people, the more educated people are, the more careful they are uh, of being, I guess, the less risky they are, right? So they don't put themselves in positions of risk as much. If you're in Alabama, um, if you're a voter there, definitely vote these people out of office. They're not representing you well. If you believe in what they're saying, then slap yourself and vote these people out of office because they're not looking out for your best interest more than yeah, man. More than anything, they're, you know, trying to just play a political game. Uh, basically, your rights being the byproduct of their political game. So get the fuck out or vote these people out. Yeah, you probably got to vote them out because don't come here. <laughs> we, already, <laughs> we got some of the most lenient laws in the, in the world out there when it comes to everything. We just decriminalize uh, shrooms. So, I mean, <laughs> we got weed, we got shrooms, we got so they, legal so they, abortion. 
but they yeah, so they got weed and shrooms legal in Denver, but pit bulls are still illegal. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. <laughs> what this the fuck? True. Some... Don't have a pit bull, but you can at least come have an abortion, smoke weed, and not get arrested for shrooms. Welcome <laughs> 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 to Colorado. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't bring your ass here. Yeah, <laughs> both they asses out. We don't need nobody else in this state. I tell you. <laughs> oh, Before, it just snowed here in the middle of May. It dumped on us, and so yeah, it sucks. Colorado, yes, sir. Like... Today is the twenty second, basically, and it has it is May twenty second, y'all, and it's fucking snowed out here. So. Don't tell me global warming isn't true. <laughs> we should be damn near in summer. I mean, this is Colorado, though, but still, come on. I can't even remember the last time we had a good-ass snowstorm this late in the year. It's been oh, like yeah, years. No. No, I mean, spring started uh, like two months ago for some of the rest of you, but around the country, it's been kind of crazy weather lately. Global warming hitting really hard. Real uh, talk. <laughs> But, uh, Thank y'all for listening and, and tuning in on that. Please subscribe. Please leave us a five-star review. Take the antidote.com.